Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warmer G was on the streets trying to consume some skirts for the E so I could get some phone. Sports with Coleman on the fan. Welcome back into the program as we go until 10 p.m. on this Tuesday edition. Charles Davis from CBS Sports joins the program. Charles, great to catch up with you already tonight. We have had Evan Washburn on the show. Ian Eagle uh, is busy doing something. I guess it's probably his basketball schedule. So great to have two-thirds of my favorite broadcast crew on the program tonight. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, Evan's always a hard act to follow in your room with Ian. He's always, always busy in. Boy, are we lucky that that's happening if he's calling a game somewhere. Exactly. All right, let's go back to the Super Bowl, the way it went down to the wire. Charles, lots of excitement. Uh, For me, not an all-time great Super Bowl, but it was certainly exciting because you remember, I mean, we had such a run of Super Bowl blowouts (laughs) when, I don't know, when we were kids, we can say. But lately, we've been blessed with some solid games, and we were very close to overtime on Sunday. Yeah, you're right about that, and that's one of those things that uh, I think we've all tried to forget, those of us who lived through it. And you remember even the league started to get alarmed. You know how the league never admits to alarm about anything? Mm-hmm. You remember how they did it at that time? They changed things because they went from – because at one point there was a lot of talk about how two weeks between the conference championship and the Super Bowl maybe was contributing to the bad Super Bowls we were having. You right. know, the teams have been off too long. Blah, blah. And you remember they changed it and they said, okay, we'll just do one week, you know, because <laughs> we've had that before. I think we had it, um, you know, in, in, in the nine 11 year, of course, when we had the, you know, the strikes and the season got condensed. I don't think we had two weeks between the, t- the title games and then the Super Bowl, but that one was a clear, the mid league was moving it for a specific reason. And that turned out not to be the case. It was still bad. <laughs> so they just went back to two weeks. And I don't know what's going on, but you're right. I, I would agree totally with your assessment. Maybe not an all-time Super Bowl, but if it's close, tight, and thrilling to the end, I think we'll all sign up for that. And the officiating did show up late. I was happy to see there weren't many flags yeah. called. But to say the refs determined the outcome, would that would be incorrect, wouldn't it? Ab- absolutely. And I, I've heard that so many times. And, and Look, I get it. If you're a Cincinnati fan, you're not real thrilled that you haven't seen many flags down the, in, until down the stretch, but I thought that all the flags had a purpose. Now, 
if we want to go back to the early part where there were no flags, I thought there were some missed opportunities for flags that I thought were legitimate. I thought that first third down throw into the end zone of Cincinnati's to T. Higgins, that Jalen Ramsey got away with a hold. Yeah, He absolutely had, had cloth and everything else and got away with it. So then you flip it around, and Ramsey's screaming about the face mask. Well, it was legit. He did get face masked. It wasn't uh, – I saw where Ron Torbert, the official um, – the, the referee, the re, uh, lead referee said, you know, we, we, did, we thought it wasn't a twist of the head. I thought that was absolutely incorrect. It was a twist of the head. You know, with the face mask, T. Higgins got away with that and maybe a, maybe a push to come back inside, although I would not have thrown a flag for that because they'd let him play pretty well throughout that time frame. But I definitely thought that um, Logan Wilson was definitely holding on Cooper Cup. And Eli Apple, if Logan Wilson was holding, whatever term you want to put on on what Eli Apple had on him, definitely <laughs> when that was a huge part of it. So uh, I'm with you. All in all, I thought a very clean game. I thought the officials stayed out of the way. They told the players, you're going to determine it. We're going to stay out of it. But when they had to throw the flag, I thought that they did. So I do give Ron Torbert and his crew a lot of credit for that. But, yeah, if you want to go back, there were some that were missed, but they were missed on both sides. Yeah, one flag that was deserved was Vernon Hargrave. Should not have been on the field in uh, yeah, sweatpants. Yeah, that, that's on Cincinnati. I mean, <laughs> everyone knows that. I mean, it's part of the package. You know, I know Vernon Hargrave hated that he wasn't dressed and couldn't play. He's out there running around. But if you were in uniform, there wasn't a flag. You know, they didn't flag for taunting or anything. It was just very clear rule. If you're not in uniform, you can't be on the field to play at any time. I do wonder about some of the calls from the head coach, Zach Taylor, uh, like not running Joe Mixon late or protecting Burrow any better. Did you feel he got a little too conservative? No, I thought, well, I think the the Mixon thing, I thought throughout, um, I was lucky enough to call the game for the NFL NFL, uh, International, the world feed. You know, and it's kind of funny because you don't think about this very much, but, you know, obviously the game was on NBC and Al and Chris and, 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 uh, and, um, oh God, why am I blanking here? Michelle and, uh, yeah, yeah. um, you know, you know, Michelle Tafoya, they did a fantastic job. And that goes to North America, right? Yep. Our call goes to 180 countries, which (laughs) sounds really weird when you hear about it. But I did the call with Kevin Burke, our mo partner uh, with, with the Network Out West, and Kevin gets a, gets a text in the second quarter from a friend of his in Thailand, complete with video, and you can hear our voices calling the game, and he's watching it in Thailand. I That's said, well, awesome. I guess it is going to 180 countries. That is awesome. But, I, but I, throughout the game, I kept saying, I thought that Mixon should be utilized more as a runner. I thought early. Remember the first first drive of the game where they went four and fourth down, didn't mm-hmm. get it, fourth and one? I thought the key sequence was third and two, and Mixon's not on the field. Yeah, and they run the ball with Samaj P. Ryan. That didn't make any sense at all to me. There was another one later in the game where they took Mixon off the field on third down, and they threw the ball to Chris Evans. They had a specific play call in mind for Chris Evans, and they ran that. Okay, great, that works. But Mixon's a three-down back. I don't take my hammer off the field very often. <laughs> I just don't. And he is capable of catching the football. So I thought that that might have been questionable. The offensive line, I think he did everything he could. They held up as long as they possibly could for an offensive line that really overall was subpar. And Aaron Donald, Greg Gaines, Leonard Floyd, the rest of that front, 
they made them pay in the second half, especially Donald. Were you surprised as we speak with CBS Sports' Charles Davis that Sean McVay would allow this retirement talk to come out before the Super Bowl? I mean, he's much younger than you and I, Charles. I was stunned by that. Either it was very calculated that he wanted it out there so that now, you know, when the options come, you know, it makes it makes the speculation bigger and possibly, I don't know if it's a bidding war, I don't know what it, what it is. But I went back and checked that press conference. I don't know if you got a chance to see it when the, the question was asked. I'm not going to go through all the chapter and verse, but the paraphrasing was very simply about his, you know, longevity as a head coach. And he mentioned something about, well, you know, kind of laughed, you know, well, I don't expect to be coaching in my 60s. And he kind of could have shut it down right there. Yeah. And that's when he started his soliloquy about, you know, family, balance, getting married, and all that, which is, these are all wonderful, admirable things. But all it did was open up the rest of us who had heard the talk about Sean McVay, even the first Super Bowl, if he won it, going to the broadcast booth, not coaching anymore after that. That increased our chatter, talking about us as media members that I thought was wholly unnecessary for his team. And you and I both know the truth of the matter is if somehow Cincinnati did win that game, if they protect Burrow on fourth down and Jamar Chase comes free as he did against Jalen Ramsey and he hits him and they win it, that they, people would circle back to that and say, hey, that's creating a distraction for your team. You just didn't need to create. Absolutely they would. You know that. All right. We know that Eric Weddle is retiring. We think that Tom Brady is retiring. At least today we do. I just don't know. Is he going to sign the retirement papers, Charles? Oh, I think that I, that's a, that's kind of a dance with him in Tampa Bay, isn't it? I don't know. There's some type of mini strategy in there for Tampa Bay. I'm not sure what it is. I don't know. I feel like he's definitely going to retire for this year. But I love how he immediately said never say never about coming back. And I was very stunned that he decided to retire this year, to be frank with you. I've never heard him talk about the family being a huge part of this and this is going on and that's going on before. Not that it wasn't, because I don't want people to get the impression that Tom Brady's just kind of done what he's wanted to do. But I think that it's always been that this family wants me to be happy. And as a, a person who is, has helped raise kids, they get to a certain age where dad may be around the house, but the kids may not want to hang with dad like they used to. That's right. You know, and, 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 and his wife obviously has multiple interests that are fantastic, and she does a wonderful job in her own career. So it would be interesting to see how they, they work through all that and do it. I don't ever get involved in someone else's family and how they do things because that's just not fair, and, 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 and he doesn't need that. But I just hope that he really wanted to retire. Because a guy like him never seems like he would ever want to. You know, the, the spirit, I always thought the body would have to go for him to retire. And he threw for over 5,000 yards this year. The body wasn't gone yet. No, the tank is not empty, no doubt about that. Neither is yours, Charles Davis, after even working the Super Bowl for the entire world. Also with CBS Sports, always grateful to have you on the show. Thank you very much for your time. Okay, thank you very much for having me again. You take care of yourself and... uh when you get Ian to complete the trifecta, tell him, hey, for me, and I'm going to check in with Evan sometime soon, too. you would be good. All right, we'll reach out to you soon as well, Charles. you be well. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.